while you're turning there, if you have your Bible, uh, let me just set up this, the scene, if, I, if you will. The apostles have been arrested for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the, they were commanded and threatened by the religious leaders that they are, were not to preach in the name of Jesus. And then, because they had done a miracle and all the people were praising the miracle that had been done and they couldn't deny that, they had to set the apostles free. And so we pick up now the account in chapter 4. I'm going to begin reading in verse 23. As soon as they were free, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God. O sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this has been here in this very city, for Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O Lord, Hear their threats and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, their meeting place shook. They were all, come on, everybody say all with me. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. And I'm going to go down to verse 33. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. So now... As we have just read, Peter went with the, uh, went back to, to, the, to the church after being released, uh, and they gathered the people, and now they, they, they begin sharing everything that the, they were commanded by the religious leaders, or that they couldn't preach in the name of Jesus. Uh, they were threatened if they did. Uh, so as the church heard this, the church now begins to 
lift up their voice in prayer. What I love is this, the harmony, the unity of the church, that they all engage in this prayer. And as they lifted up their voice, notice they're praying, Lord, hear the threats that are coming to us by the religious leaders and give us great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with power and, and healing and miracles and wonders. And God responded. God answered that prayer where the Bible tells us they were all filled with the Holy Spirit to the measure that they be, preached the word of God with boldness. Now, just so that we're all on the same page, I, from time to time, I, I'd just like to give quick definitions so that everybody understands where we're at or where, and where we're headed. The word boldness there means to, be, to be, have this outspoken confidence that is not afraid of risk or danger. That's what the boldness means here. And the, the apostles and, and the people of the church, they were praying and asking God for great boldness. And as God poured out his spirit upon them, the Bible says that they all spoke the word of God with boldness. In other words, they, they did what they were commanded and threatened not to do. And the thought that began resonating in my spirit is that uh, the, they, they filled with the spirit, they became bold people through whom God did bold things. Bold people through whom God did bold things. Now, let me make the connection for us tonight and why we need to pray. I believe there's a threat that's on, going on against the church today. We are living in times of what I've called progressive spiritual darkness. Matthew in, his, in the 24th chapter records Jesus saying that just prior to his return, at the end of the age, when he will return, just prior to that, he said, you will know it's the end of the age because there will be an increase of wickedness. And because of this increase of wickedness, Jesus said, the love of most will grow cold. Think about that. Notice Jesus is saying, there's a progressive spiritual darkness that's going to rise up and it's going to be so powerful and strong that in my church, many, their love will go cold for me. That's, that will be the threat against the church. And I know that you'll agree with me that we live in the time of this progressive spiritual darkness where it would influence into the church, causing the, uh, us to become cold. And, and when I talk about cold, I'm, here's what I mean by that. The holiness of the church is under threat like never before. Where there are outside forces that have been getting progressively darker spiritually that are now making their way into the church, 
pressuring the believers to accept this lifestyle, to, uh, to embrace this lifestyle. And the end result is that the church loses uh, some of its holiness. And whenever we lose our holiness, we also lose our love for God. There's a direct connection between the two. And none of us are exempt from this threat today. And so tonight, I want us to pray for the great need of the church. During this time of progressive spiritual darkness, the great need of the church is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. But listen, to the measure that we preach God's word with great boldness. That, that through this great boldness, we have this outspoken confidence. See, you can't have boldness to stay silent. We're not called to stay silent. We're, we're not called to be arrogant, but we are called to be bold. We're all called to be bold and to, and to be outspoken and, and confident in what we're, the message of the gospel, uh, and to the point that we should not be afraid of the risk or the danger. Great boldness to combat this progressive spiritual darkness by standing for and preaching the unadulterated truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are going to be challenged more and more in these last days to maintain the truth of the gospel. The, the, the increase of wickedness simply, it, it sounds uh, so uh, terrible, but it's so subtle in that it, it begins to influence us by just saying, just accept this. Just embrace this. You don't have to speak against it. Just don't speak at all. And the silence is our embracing. And thus, people begin to think that we are for something that the Bible calls sin. That God says is wickedness and darkness. But because of the increase, that's going to become the norm. And so now the challenge will be, to maintain our holiness and not to just maintain it in our lifestyle, but to understand that we can't be silent either. That we need great boldness to unashamedly preach the gospel to our family members. That we need to be unashamed in sharing the truth with our neighbors, with our schoolmates with our co-workers, wherever God may bring us, we need to be a people that are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so as we pray, I wanted to bring you to the gospel of Luke in the 11th chapter because there's something there that I think uh, I, we all need to be reminded of as we pray tonight. In Luke chapter 11, I'll begin reading in verse uh, 9. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. So I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive 
what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone, come on, say everyone with me. Everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? In this text, Jesus had been talking to his disciples about the intensity of their prayer. And what I love about this portion of scripture is it is progressive in its intensity. In other words, we, you have asking and seeking and knocking. Asking is just represents that simple request that you make. But then there is seeking, which now gets much more specific. Right? When you are seeking for something, you have something specific in mind that you're looking for. And so now we're narrowing the scope, if you will. We're looking at beyond asking. We want to get a lot more specific. In other words, asking it would be, oh God, you heard the threats, now God help us. That's asking. But now seeking is more specific. God, we want great boldness. We want to combat their threats with great boldness. Why? Because in the natural man, as, a, uh, as just human beings, now they're under the threat. Don't you speak in the name of Jesus Christ. The natural man would say, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to share anything. Uh, let them find God their own way. I don't want to create any trouble for anybody else. And so I'm just going to be quiet. And I'm going to wait for the better opportunity. The natural man would say that. But see, in this context, you see that they, they came back specifically saying, I know what they're saying, but now this is what we're saying, God. This is what we want to do. We don't want to remain silent, but we understand our human nature that we want to shrink back. And so, God, we need great boldness. They were seeking something specific from God. And then there's knocking. Knocking is symbolic for determination. Where there is a persistence, an intensity, a progression that they will not be denied. These are, by the way, in the present continuous tense in the Greek. Notice it says ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. For those who are at, keep asking, those who keep seeking, those who keep knocking 
They all receive. They all receive. What does that mean? It means that we're not talking about a one-time prayer. That, that there, we are uh, in, in a battle, a spiritual battle, and we cannot fight uh, and engage in spiritual warfare with the flesh. You have to fight spirit with spirit. And so in this moment, as we see the intensifying of spiritual weakness that's all around us, this progression where it keeps growing and growing, then we need to progress in our prayer life where we need to intensify and say, God, we will not be denied. We need great boldness. And tonight, because we have your word, we know what that means. We need the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That is the greatest need of the church today. The greatest need of the church today is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to the measure that we have this great boldness. That we're not ashamed to share what we believe. That we recognize people need the Lord Jesus Christ. They need to hear the message of the gospel. Whether they respond or not, it's not on you and me. That's, a, that's God's business. But we need to stand for the truth tonight. We need to recognize if we are not filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can maintain our standard of holiness, so that we can operate in, out of this great boldness, then we will cower back. And we will lose our holiness by accepting the progression of the darkness into our lives, into what we believe. We'll lose our holiness, and our love for the Lord will grow cold. And so we need to ask, we need to seek, and we need to knock. And we need to stand on the promise of Jesus that the Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Pastor Jason, would you come back up, please? That's a great need of the church tonight. For all, I just love that part. The church gathered together and they all prayed. And because they all prayed, when God responded, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. God is that all-inclusive God. He doesn't want anybody left on the outside. He wants you and I to press in and to ask, to seek, and to knock. And so that as he hears our cry, he responds. And he fills us with the Holy Spirit, which is our great need today. God wants you and I to become bold people through whom he can do bold things.